0: It's the May show. We got Clay Jacobson on the line to join us before the show actually starts. We're doing some pre-gaming here at the at the Trail Show, and we are about to consume all of us a Snickel. Clay, you're the expert on the Snickel, so tell us about the Snickel.
1: Well, the Snickel is the next wave of high-performance backpacking food. You got your Snickers which is high caloric intake, good fuel for the trail, just for ripping miles. And then you wrap that in a pickle, which will help you with that huge salt injection, like 10,000 milligrams of salt we're talking, like goodbye cramps, goodbye uh, hyponatremia, you know, great for those hot weather days. So you got your sweet and sour, calories and salt, high performance backpacking food. I
2: like it. All right, so everyone so Ready? Can put take that a on bite? our website if you want. Well, real quick, let me paint a picture. So the way POD and I are doing this, we've got a we've got two pickle halves and we've got a Snickers bar in the middle. Is that what everyone else is doing? Yeah, think of it yep. like a sandwich. OK, all right. Um, this like a same Yeah. <laughs> so like on three, should we eat this?
0: Are the DeLorento's all three you going to do the Snickle challenge?
2: Yeah, we got three Snickles here. here
3: yeah. me tell that was yours. OK.
0: All right, on the count of three.
3: But wait a minute, I just want to just a minute because this is Boulder. I wasn't able to buy Snickers bars, so we have organic chocolate in our organic pickles.
4: We literally
2: made them. Dad, we'll let you pass. You know,
5: I would
4: have gone. If you could
0: just, if you could just, if you could just dip them in urine first, it'll be all good.
2: Yeah. We were talking
3: about putting them on, putting some Nutella on there to make it more Snicker-like, but we didn't. That's all right.
2: Right. All right. All right. All right. Ready. Two, one, snickled.
0: Oh my God. Oh my disgusting. god.
2: Triple o likes it. I can tell. It's not bad. You know, the chocolate actually overwhelms mm-hmm. the pickle.
5: Okay.
2: It's not as bad as I thought. No, it's not good, but.
4: Oh.
3: Hmm. We like them over here.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: we should count them down. Wow.
4: Well, at least that kind of works. My wife won't be a widow or yet. <laughs> what? Don't
3: you, man? Choke it down.
0: Oh my God! That is—I feel like I'm eating vomit. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. It pretty na- it's pretty
2: nasty. I mean, oh, p- pickles and gross. chocolate.
3: You should have tried the organic chocolate bar. It would have been more palatable. Ugh.
0: Well, I don't live in the um, high society of Boulder, so. I was actually able to get some Snickers here and down here and
3: plums. I spent my whole day shopping. I went to all these organic grocery stores. I couldn't find Snickers anywhere.
1: <laughs> In my opinion, that is surprisingly
4: doable. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's not it's not as bad so, as I thought it would be. Well that no, made I my think- eyes watered.
3: I, I thought it was a nice. Uh, it was nice, salty and sweet. It was. It was kind of nice.
0: Hey, now Triple O, you had a protein bar instead of a Snickers. What what yeah. kind did you have?
4: It was a pure protein chocolate oh, yeah. deluxe bar. I know those bars. Pretty good. Yeah. Let Not me ask you this:
0: Does it make the the protein bar taste better or worse? Okay.
4: I would How say it's neutral.
5: <laughs> okay. It <laughs> <laughs> already tastes
4: kind of mediocre. They already remind you that you're not eating what you want to be eating. Can I have another one?
0: Yeah.
2: Pickles and chocolate, man. I don't know. Go for that's...
0: it, man. Are you pregnant or
1: what?
2: Clay, that's the worst idea you've <laughs> I'm ever I'm in recovery. Had. I'm in recovery.
1: Okay. Clay, hey, if that's what that... it takes to get through your last 10 miles of your 30 mile day.
0: That's true. You do it. We
1: want yeah. worth worth it. that trail it show
2: top back.
0: I think maybe about four snickles right before like a 3,000 foot climb.
4: <laughs> or like, if you only have snickles in your backpack, I feel like you could definitely make it the next 15 miles to town that day. <laughs>
3: you could. You're right. <laughs>
0: oh.
5: Here's
4: what will
3: get you up that hill. You eat four snickles and have like a couple shots of whiskey power right up that hill. Oh, my
2: God. Oh. We need to start the show. You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail, long time listener, first time caller. Arriva, 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 tota. It's the trail show Bam! Ah! featuring Lawton Disco Grinter, never slap a man who's chewing tobacco, Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo, I'm
0: against historical trash,
3: Mike Dilo DiLorenzo, Embrace the brutality, June 8, Special 41, Daoud,
1: and I can't help but think that you know trail show bob
6: daniel out of order alvarez what's up trail show and now broadcasting live from boulder colorado it's the trail show
2: coming to you live from the bobby stanton studio in boulder colorado and salada colorado's historic beer districts this is the trail show the trail show is the longest running monthly hiking podcast on the planet and it's been downloaded over a million times all over the globe. We are on air, on demand, and heard worldwide on all your favorite apps and at thetrailshow.com. P.O.D. What is on our Snickle menu tonight?
0: Well, out of order, still eating a Snickle. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> um,
2: loves it.
4: No, I just went now. to the protein bar. <laughs> oh, okay. And dropped the pickle.
0: i <laughs> oh, see. I would go the other way around myself, but anyway. Um, I mean, I ate. I yeah. Well, we're obviously going to have Mr. Claycup up on because he's on right now. We're going to uh, do a conservation interview. We're going to, we have a trail of the month, a locals, another local segment. Uh, we got some fantastic beer from Mr. Rhino, rhinoceros. Uh, we got some hotline calls. We got some updates from a few people. We got some donors. I think we have a tent stake review.
2: Yeah, we do have a tent stake review from a Yeah, listener. and we have
0: a couple... Um, Couple good news items. So yeah, it's gonna cool.
2: be a fun show. Uh before we talk to Clay, let's talk about our beer of the month. Dilo, take it away.
3: I I you know what? I think we should just stop with this because I have not received what? a beer of the month from you, disco, in years. Years since the beginning of this damn pandemic. About I 13 have not months, had yeah. a beer of the month. You know where all the beer of the months go? They go to Salida. You know who drinks them? You. So you know what tonight's your segment.
2: Okay. Well, that's very <laughs> good because we just got uh, a bunch of beers from South Lake Brewing Company from uh, Trail Show VIPs Rhino and Marie. And I haven't seen any of them.
3: Neither I, has Triple O.
2: I saved a few for you, Dilo. I I swear.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm drinking the. Uh, I,
2: I just cracked the Alpine Aloha IPA, which is. Uh, 6.6% ABV, complete with hints of evergreen, citrus, and resin. And I got to say, you don't really pick up the evergreen, which is fine with me. I'm not really into spruce tip beers, but it is a delicious IPA.
0: And what was the one we drank last night?
2: Oh, it was um, also from Southlake Brewing Company. It was their pale ale, which was quite uh, crisp and quaffable.
0: And
1: hoppy
2: yeah for a i'm pill. actually myself huge fan of the spruce tip
3: ipas are you fall the winter i love the spruce tip Well, slope. we'll send
0: you we'll send you Up the slope. empty can you can sniff it
3: that would wow. be wonderful and i bet you that it would cost a lot less than actually trying to ship me the full can so that's also yeah, cost no conscious you. of you um yeah. it's very very good eco friendly i is actually so excited
4: about the Yeah it would actually to, probably
3: use like on. less less fossil fuels to ship the empty can here the, the you know the 200 miles here versus shipping a full can so that's also yeah. you're, you're thinking about the earth you're thinking I am. about the earth
2: yeah hey, Dilo <clears throat> your computer audio is going through the speaker in your computer instead of your headset yep. So figure that's, that out it's
3: it's not my fault it's zoom's fault
2: Clay Jacobson hey. talk to us you're at a brewery right now what are you yep. drinking I'm drinking the first side
1: IPA from Lost Grove Brewing. And they're uh, hosting a little event for the Idaho Trails Association here at the brewery in downtown Boise. Oh, you said Lost Grove Brewing? Lost Grove, yeah. Oh it's wow! Brewery's been here maybe uh, four years or so, and okay, we've done quite a few events here. Some cool folks cool. here,
2: supporting the trails. So
1: absolutely, yeah. they're giving away some swag bags and stuff. Oh,
2: not Ooh. wag bags.
0: Swag bags,
4: not wag bags.
0: That S is important. <laughs> um, critical. So, so, yeah. So Clay, we uh, we it's been a while since we've we've had you on, and uh we wanted to get an update. What's going on with ITA? What are you excited about? Um,
1: oh well, ITA. How, how when ITA's when do we get to see growing. you in those
0: trail wranglers? You know what what's the news?
1: <laughs> well, ITA is just growing like gangbusters. Uh. This was my sixth season with ITA when I started in uh, 2016, right after hiking the uh, ICT. We, I think we had 11 projects total. And this year we have 46 on the schedule. Wow.
4: Wow. So
1: basically, yeah, 400% increase in our scale. And uh, this year we're really excited about our youth program. We're starting uh, a full program. We got a bunch of grants lined up for this. And we're doing six full weeks of trail work all around Idaho with uh 14 to 18 year old youth, Um, so you know, getting kids out of the COVID world, out into the wilderness, and we have got fly-in trips on the Middle Fork of the Salmon, horse-packing trips in the Gospel Hump, uh, jet boat trips, you know, the whole gamut of of what we do. So really a great experience for these kids, and uh, the parents that found out about it, pretty lucky, because they're getting like this extreme uh, outdoor adventure for really no cost at all, like flying their kids out into Frank Church, you know, yeah. they've been in the house for for months and months, just send them out in the wilderness for a week. You know, everybody wins.
0: That's nice. fantastic. Wow. Congratulations. That's amazing.
1: And we just brought on a new uh, executive director, Jeff Halligan. He's been on the trail show, talking Good. about our program. He uh, retired as our executive director this January and brought in a new gal, Mel Vining. And she's, uh, she actually went to the same high school as me in CUNA, but she's a retired smoke jumper um, also, a horse packing background like Jeff had. Um, just really bringing a lot of uh, positive energy and enthusiasm to the role. And, you know, just kind of a certified Idaho badass. Yeah, those CUNA folks, man. Represent. They come to play. <laughs> Home in the cave, man, spelled with a K.
2: So, have you guys filled up all your work trips?
1: You know, they did fill up pretty quick. Uh, we do still have openings, um, but we had so many just awesome projects lined up this year. Um, I think we got six total fly-in trips, four wow. jet boat trips, like I think ten fully supported week longs with cooks. Um, wow! So a lot of those spots went really fast, and so pretty much now is just all the really hard projects that are the ones that I usually lead.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's those are perfect, the good ones. Perfect for through hikers. Yeah. Well, how can come folks, join me? How, how do folks sign up? Where do they go? What do they do?
1: Um, you can go to our website, idahotrailsassociation.org. Look look through our project list. We have, in addition to our youth um, program, we also have women-only projects. So if you don't want trail work to get mansplained to you, this is like a great environment to go out yeah. there and be with a bunch of like cool ladies. And uh, we're actually doing an all-female packing clinic uh, with our new director, Mel. She's leading that. She's really excited about that. Look through our list of projects. It's kind of split up between all of our different avenues that we pursue for most projects, there's a $50 deposit and you could you can check a box on whether you want that back or if you want to donate it, but compared to a lot of other programs, similar programs, uh, it's extremely cheap to get yourself on a plane into the Frank church or on a jet boat ride up the Salmon river or in hell's Canyon. Yeah. Um, 50 bucks is a steal.
2: People pay more than 50 bucks to do like, you know, I don't CrossFit, boot camp, whatever, at their local gym, man. You're going to take them out on the trail and beat them down, you know, with the dirt and under the sun. They're going to build shed them back up. Blood, sweat. Yeah, and beat then them build, down, them right build them back up.
3: Build them back up. Get them out there in the sun.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's the process. We start with a bunch of green volunteers, and by the end of the week, you got a trail crew. It's really cool to watch and be a part of. It's true. Um, That's boom. a good
5: way to put it.
0: That's totally true.
2: Well, and folks, even if you can't get out on one of ITA's great work trips this summer, you can go to idahotrailsassociation.org and become a member today by clicking donate. Or you can join us
1: at a brewery event or one of our winery yeah. events, and you
2: can just come drink beer, or wine, and support ITA. There well, you That go. sounds, that sounds it's like It's
0: funny because when you say ITA, it sounds like you're saying IPA.
2: Very different things, beauty. <laughs> and, uh, very very, very different close. things. <laughs> anything when else I- anything else about ITA you want to mention before we let you get back to sipping cold beer drinking
1: yeah we got the cross cut saw here at the brewery we're like having people saw logs and get their hands oh. on the on the saw so.
2: wait a minute yes, people are drinking oh, beer oh, people oh, are oh, drinking oh, beer oh, oh, oh. and sawing logs <laughs> at the same time what could possibly go wrong
4: that seems that's, great. That's what the waiver for disco.
2: Oh, okay. Are, are, are there good. logs?
3: Are there logs for sawing at the brewery? Yeah, we brought uh, like a big sawhorse and a log,
1: like a nice. big log, full Just log. Brought
3: a log. You rolled in with a log.
7: That's
3: I like awesome. that. Uh, yeah. B y o l. Yeah, I don't like. Has anybody else ever rolled into that brewery with a log before?
1: Uh, not not anyone that wasn't from I T A.
2: Oh, but the I T A, the I T A has. <laughs> That's yeah. how ITA rolls, yeah. man. They drive around <laughs> with logs, okay?
5: Huh. okay.
1: Yeah. That's, I could see that. That's just in case we it's in case we get to a trail project and there's no down trees, then we right. have something we can throw on the trail to use totally. our saws, you know. Yeah, you might even make like the the
3: greenhorns like carry that log like out onto the trail, right? Like all right, you got wait, it. You wait, wait, to wait. Time or, out.
0: Did what? you just say that's in case if we don't see any blowdowns on the trail?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Point evidence, you know?
3: uh-huh. but but that's not gonna ever happen that's right? not
0: unless you're doing trail maintenance <laughs> yeah. in the areas that buck 30 goes where they use a rake um that's <laughs> not gonna happen in
2: idaho there's more blowdowns per we did trail just do our, in idaho than in any other state in god's country
1: that might be true and why is uh, that? we did
2: just do our first project for the season yeah what was that yeah it just came out of
1: just came out of hell's canyon we uh took like our board members and our volunteer crew leaders and kind of our like most involved ita folks and we there's 17 of us took a jet boat into hell's canyon and we worked uh the bernard <laughs> creek trail wow and that's that's part of uh if you saw zoners rim to rim to rim across hell's canyon yeah yeah uh so it's, it's one of the trails you could utilize for that and uh until you're working up at that trail is Zoner is crazy for even, even doing that. That's, he did it like twice. Like a thousand feet per mile. Yeah, you run from the health. You run from the Seven Devils on the Idaho side, and then it's like a seven thousand, eight thousand foot descent. Then you gotta oh, swim God. the Snake River. Oh. Then it's a 7000 7, foot ascent on the Oregon side to hat, hat a Hat Point, and then you come back. So it's like sixteen thousand feet of gain in a continuous.
2: Oh, my God. Whatever he
1: was doing, Man, hiking, I'd running. I need a
2: snickle to do all that. <laughs> What's,
0: yeah, you need a few snickles. What's the trail? What are the trail conditions?
1: God got awful. Mm. The, the trail that we did was, had been closed for 10 years from a rock slide.
0: <gasps> oh, so no. We
1: no, no, no,
5: no, no. We no, went not fix
1: no. that. But then uh, all the switchbacks, because, I mean, you're just gaining 1,000 feet per mile. Like, you're climbing. Like, uh, our board president said, it's the type of trail, you got to keep your tongue in your mouth or you get dirt on it. <laughs> 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 <So steep. laughs> but uh we we did a lot of really good work on that trail
5: so the it's bottom, open now
1: bottom three miles oh well you do you do about nine miles of blow down to get to the top of it and then from there it's pretty clear down to the snake oh. river. <laughs>
0: yeah no problem
2: <laughs> oh my gosh wow
0: that sounds sounds like an adventure sounds like yet another place in idaho i've been where somebody needs to renegade take a chainsaw
2: no chainsaws allowed i know but just
0: i know you guys don't but i'm telling the listeners (laughs) someone (laughs) needs to get back there
1: yeah kind of an exciting time for these volunteer trail work programs because all the funding that's coming available with the great american outdoors act we're seeing that like kind of on every forest in idaho and uh in Idaho has such a small population. ITA is kind of the biggest group going now for trail work. and We're very small compared to, you know, Washington Trails Association or any group you guys have going in right. Colorado. So we're kind of facing the forest service has more money and more projects lined up than, you know, all the volunteer groups combined can really accomplish. So. Wow. That's
4: great. That's
2: great.
1: Yeah. That's lots of money club. available. Lots of trail work getting done.
2: Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, we're going to, Leave it right there. Please drink a beer for us, and thanks for jumping on the show. And again, get a membership at IdahoTrailsAssociation.org.
0: And if you want to win a date with Clay, you just just message him and find out which work trips he's going to be on, <laughs> and then sign up, and you'll get yep. to see him in his trail wranglers. People, there's nothing quite like it. I'll tell you right now. Wait, true, could we true. get
3: could we get a picture of you sawing the log tonight?
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Okay, thanks. Send it, send it our way. Send it to POD, yeah, and we'll somebody will do something. Put it, with it. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks for thinking of ITA and letting us put our message out there.
4: Thank you, you man. Thanks Anytime. for all the great work thanks you're doing. Getting at it out there.
2: All right. Have fun, guys. Nice.
4: Adios. Yeah.
2: Very cool. I want to go to a brewery and saw a log.
0: I wonder if they have lopers too.
2: Uh, I don't know. Not in Idaho. That sounds. That sounds a little more dangerous <clears throat>
3: for the brewery than. Uh,
2: <laughs> Just the big saw, you know? Because can you imagine they've got a big crosscut saw inside the brewery and there's people standing around no, drinking double IPAs? Oh, it's outside. Okay.
4: Yeah, but even yeah, I can't believe the brewer is like, "Yeah, bring this sharp instrument, it's Idaho, and yeah, let people man. who don't know that how to use it,
2: use it." Oh my gosh. Um, so Buck Thirty is about to to come in for a ten minute segment. We're gonna do called Buck 30s take. <laughs>
3: is this gonna be a monthly thing Uh,
2: (laughs) i hope so i really hope so i hope i hope we can i think it's gonna be a lot of fun all right let him in but but dilo every time as we're going through this segment i've written out like a script every time i say buck 30s take you immediately say buck Thirty's take, and you can say it any way you want yeah okay Okay. buck 30 what's up man
8: (laughs) i was on mute or i muted myself
2: and now, without further ado, it's time for a new segment we are calling Buck 30's Take.
5: Buck 30's Take!
2: Buck 30's Take is a review and comment on the news of the day, as only our favorite hiking accountant can do it. The views expressed by Buck 30 in no way represent the views of the American people, trail Shore nation, or the right-thinking citizens of all places on planet Earth. And now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Buck 30's Take. Buck 30's Take! Buck 30, we scoured the headlines for interesting articles and nuggets of interest that we feel your take will help enlighten and educate Trail Show Nation. The first article up to bat. Buck 30, you may very well have the worst on-trail diet of anyone we have ever known in the entire history of our lives. And our first story of the day involves a study (laughs) just published by the good folks at PUD's alma mater, Colorado University at Boulder, also known as CU Boulder, that suggests through hiking long trails might decrease vascular health when the hiker is consuming a very poor diet. The study found brachial artery flow mediated dilation, which is a measure of vascular health, decreased by more than 25% and aortic stiffness increased by 5%. Such changes to the lining of the blood vessels are more typically seen in older or less healthy patients with increased risks for heart Attack and stroke, but thirty. What's your take?
8: Yeah, first of all, I would say Skittles probably has a worse diet than I do. Have you ever seen that guy eat a bag of Doritos on a bed with a bag of jelly beans in town?
2: Peody and I talked about it, and we think that you currently have Skittles beat.
8: Yeah, that's probably true. Um, Yeah, I call that study complete BS. I feel horrible when I'm off the trail. Like right now, I feel like. I, I don't sleep well. I just, I, I, I'm i hungry all the time. I feel miserable. And when I'm on the trail, I feel amazing. This guy is like some, you know, crappy one person, non scientific study. I'm not, has Fauci reviewed this thing? I'm not buying it at all.
2: <laughs> You're listening to Buck 30's Take.
5: Buck 30's Take. <laughs> all
2: right, Buck 30. Number two, Joe Stringbean McConaughey recently broke the supported speed record on the 788 mile Arizona Trail finishing it in 13 days, three hours, and 21 minutes. This calculates out to an average of approximately 60 miles per day with his longest day being 78 miles. Buck 30, we know you like to do huge miles. Also, what's your take?
8: Well, given that my highest day these days as a 40-something person is in the 20s, I would actually argue that if I could get a massage every night, I could also do 70 miles per day easily. So I'm not really that impressed with the FKT. I'd also argue that the unsupported or self-supported record is only 1.5 days slower.
2: Wow, so so, what, so you're basically saying that his his FKT isn't really that that big of a deal.
8: I don't know. I mean, if I could do a 70, you know, every day with a massage, is it really that hard?
2: You're listening to Buck 30's take. <laughs> Buck 30's take. All right, Buck30, recently trail show VIP Larry Boy continued his string of bad luck while out of doors. Folks may remember Larry Boy was mauled by a grizzly bear in Montana last year. (laughs) Recently, Larry Boy ventured into an unlit tunnel, fell into a hole, and shattered his heel. Buck30, what's your take?
8: My my, my take is I'm totally screwed because my plans for this (laughs) summer are to hike Larry Boy's Deseret route that was on the trail show once and I don't want to be anywhere near anything that has to do with Larry Boy his walking his trails his grizzly bears I, I just think stepping foot in that Utah trail I'm going to suffer some horrible stroke of luck
2: you're listening to Buck 30's take Buck 30's take all right Buck 30 a 13 year old Connecticut boy scout named William Olmstead recently slept in a tent in his backyard every night for a year and a day. Surely that was something you also likely did as a 13 year old. Buck 30, what's your take on young William's accomplishment?
8: Uh, I've got nothing mean to say about this kid. This kid's awesome. I read that article. That was amazing. A full year and a day outside in his tent. I think he slept through, literally he slept through a hurricane, which is yeah. he, he had his parents put him under the deck. So that's pretty amazing. As a side note, I quit Boy Scouts when I was like 13 because my mom says because I did not like being outside. Are you are you serious? <laughs> I'm the, like the cliche went to hike the Appalachian Trail in 2002. I had backpacked two nights in my life.
2: Wow, so. you're listening to Buck 30's take. Buck 30's take. All right, and finally, buck 30, a Virginia man named Richard Terrell recently got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, after which he suffered a severe rash. Within two weeks, he was in the hospital and all his skin peeled off. We understand that you just received the second dose of the Moderna vaccine today. What's your take?
8: Uh, you're lucky I'm not on video right now because I'm currently standing completely naked in front of a mirror checking oh. for any signs of oh. a nasty rash.
0: Oh, that's worse than the snickle.
2: <laughs> uh, for whatever it's worth, Richard Terrell said he was still glad he got the vaccine.
8: Those pictures, If you're, if, if we're going to do this again, never send me an article with pictures that look like that. That was nauseating.
2: Yeah, it looked like he'd been bit by a brown recluse. Like, yeah. I, I think like your skin just sloughs off after you get bit by a, a brown recluse. That's that's what it looked like.
8: And maybe maybe a side note. So we don't have any vaccine hesitancy. I think it said that this is like the only person in the yeah. world they have seen this happen to.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, our, our good friend, friend of the trail show, Twinkle, just got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And I think he's on top of Mount Everest today. So he's yeah. fine.
8: It's early days. Yeah, for him. no.
2: Yeah. Wait wait until, like, the two-week mark when he's sloughing skin. Anyway, all right, folks, uh, that was Buck 30 like you've never heard him before. Buck 30, thanks for coming on the show tonight and giving us your take. Yeah, you got it.
0: Buck 30, hey, just side note, we had Clay Jacobson on a little bit ago. And uh, they're doing a fundraiser at a brewery in Idaho. And it's too bad you're not there because they have a crosscut and a giant log. You could actually
8: do some real work with real tools. POD, if you not even have you know to be about, on the trail. If, you, if there's one thing you know about me, is I don't give money to trail organizations, and I don't do trail work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's not on the trail. It's in a brewery in the backyard.
2: It's too close to trail work. He, he wouldn't do that either. If it was yeah. a Diet Coke factory, he might be there. But a brewery doesn't interest Buck Thirty.
8: You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs>
2: All right, Buck. Well, look, man. We hope that uh, your night after the Moderna second shot goes well. And that you're ready to get back on the trail in a couple of days. And we hope
0: all your rashes go away—the ones that were caused by the vaccine and the ones that you had before.
8: Yeah.
3: And
0: well,
4: and if you do.
3: sweat a lot tonight, change the sheets. Put them in the wash tomorrow.
4: Will do. Thanks for that yeah. tip to you, Al.
2: Pro That's tip. Pro tip. tip.
4: Very helpful tip.
2: <laughs> all right, B30. Good luck.
4: All right. Thanks we'll for having We'll talk me to on you guys. later. See you, see man. Good to see you.
2: All right. With that, I think we should just go right into trail news since. Those were sort of trail news related items. And I think, POD, you've only got two additional things. two items. Things. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have trail news with Special 41. Here it is.
0: Emily Ford uh, through-hiked the 1,200-mile Ice Age Trail in the winter. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with her dog and uh just she's pretty interesting uh person we'll, we'll throw up some uh some photos and uh maybe a link to her her Insty. um but uh yeah she started out kind of on her own and, and you know got some uh, followers along the way um her dog is a sled dog diggins
3: um
0: diggins. so yeah so she started on december 28th and she finished on march 6th
3: was she on skis, snowshoes, boots? Um, I
0: think she did snowshoes from time to time, but mostly uh-huh. she was just walking. Neat. So
2: For those that don't slept. know Ice Age Trails in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's cold she up there in the winter.
0: Slept in minus twenty-five degrees post holing Um, yeah, a lot of winter gear. Um and she said that she she has uh she's a professional gardener mm. and she gets laid off every winter. So she she didn't really just try to do it as like a, a thing. She was just like, well, I have the, the winners off, so I guess I'll just go hike this trail. Um, see the
3: that or the Florida Trail, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Um, she she did say that she was excited about her uh, notoriety because she identifies as 50% African American and, and gay, and so she's hoping that other people can see themselves in her, and hopefully she can inspire some people. Um, and her dog is an Alaskan husky, so um, wow,
4: yeah, the dog must have loved it out there. That's yeah. like,
0: yeah, prime totally. time for it, a
4: husky totally. like that. That's
0: yeah, I'm awesome. sure the dog was so happy.
2: You know, there's this small subset of our world that does winter through hikes, and by small, I mean it's like a tiny fraction of through hikers, and I can't, I just can't fathom. A winter through hike on any trail really. I mean it's been Except done. Except for the 18. Florida Trail. Well, okay. Florida Trail, sure.
4: Yeah, but that's but like, like the season to hike the Florida trail. Like the
2: Ice Age Trail? Like in the winter? She's she's awesome. Yeah.
4: I mean winter just makes it I mean you're just so close to making a mistake that costs you a lot, like your whole life. <laughs> and you know those kinds of conditions. Yeah. Yeah well, you can get the cool. fast. Yeah so congrats
0: Amazing. to Emily. We will uh, throw up some some uh, some stuff on the, the socials so you can follow her. Check out her and if you want.
2: Throw your hands okay. up
0: in Whatcom County in Washington. Whatcom? Whatcom? What Where? Where Spell come?
4: It. <laughs> Spell it. Who come? When come? How come? Where come? <laughs> Who come? <laughs> Spell it.
0: W-H-A-T-C-O-M. Whatcom? 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 What I like what come better. Anyway, um, so on, on March 6th, a group of hikers in Bellingham were descending down a trail and they encountered a mountain biker going uphill, okay? Okay. And apparently one of the, the hikers says that the mountain biker attacked them with their with their bike. But after um, further uh, investigation, what happened was there was an, an argument about right-of-way issues, and one of the hikers <clears throat> stabbed the biker because he wanted him to yield
2: stabbed with a knife
0: yes um
2: wow that's trail rage that's multiple, trail rage incident. multiple
0: stab wounds um so he actually requested that they move to the side because he was going uphill they were mad one of the hikers grabbed his handlebars and made it you know spin and so he fell off when he fell off um that's when the hiker stabbed him in his arm and his leg and the biker rode away because he was afraid for his um life life basically (laughs) but he he did call nine one one. he was transported by an um an ambulance to a hospital and he had multiple stab wounds loss of blood and he was airlifted to a medical center in seattle due to the severity of his wounds so this was like serious wow yeah.
2: And was anyone put in jail?
0: Yes. The the assailant was charged for first degree assault possession of a dangerous weapon. Um, apparently the knife was a spring blade knife, which is not allowed in Washington.
2: Wah, wah,
0: wah. Yeah. So he's in jail waiting, awaiting trial. Um, and I think the guy is okay. It's interesting. The article that I read though, um, they talked about this article was written for Coloradans, but it's about Washington. And they were like, there are similar standards. And here's the right of way. And they actually printed the rules, which I think was awesome.
2: So what was the proper?
0: It says bicyclists, skaters, walkers, and others yield to equestrians. So basically everyone yields to equestrians. Yeah. Bicyclists and skaters yield to walkers. Bicycl- bicyclists yield to skaters. So basically bicyclists yield to everybody. But then it says downhill u- users yield to uphill users. Right. That's,
5: Ooh,
0: that's where the confusion mm. oh, is in laws. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: So we had what downhill traumas? walkers and uphill bicyclists. And
0: I think what so, that rule refers to is that downhill users of the same kind yield to uphill users of the same kind, I think is what it's wow. intended to mean. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, I understand why those rules exist, but I st- and I know that special says he always takes the right away, and I totally understand where he's coming from. I just feel like I've ridden a bike up a hill, and yeah. I'm not a cyclist, and so I p- mostly feel like I'm going to throw up the entire time I'm going uphill. Yeah. So I always yield to the uphill. <laughs> I do Our too. Runners, like everyone, yeah.
2: Whoever's going uphill, I don't care what means yep. of travel. I they're doing the work, so I usually just step to the side.
0: And then faster users going in the same direction yield to slower users going to the same direction.
3: I've actually myself gotten in the habit of trying to spook horses lately. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, when I come upon some horseback like riders that. on a trail, I, I usually kindly ask them, where would you like me to stand? And then I stand where they ask me to stand. And then as soon as they're really close by, I just kind of jump up and yell and try and scare the horse as much as possible. Um, just to, you know. What, just what do happens. you sound like when you do that? <clears throat> you know, that kind of thing. Usually there's a galloping horses. People fall <laughs> off. It's it's usually quite traumatic. <clears throat> and then I run away. Um, because that's what you do when you spook horses. You, yeah, you get out right. of there. Because, you know, much like the... Um, uh, hikers stab the biker uh, i'm not hanging around to see what the horsebackers are going to do to me so
0: they usually carry weapons yeah, um, yeah so that's why go, I run they up fast. That's but sometimes. they've also
3: just they've also just fallen off their horse which is also quite traumatic so they're not in the quite yeah they might not have a the broken right, hip yeah they're not in know? the right frame of mind to kind of you know shoot me as i'm running down the trail laughing at them type of thing so that's oh. how i usually
5: shoot you horse. know
0: uh, When we were on the Idaho Centennial Trail, the the second part, we ran into a guy with two um, mules and we hadn't seen anybody in like 12 days or something. And um, he was an interesting fella. Anyway, he was riding one and the other one was just walking. And we talked to him for about 15 minutes and we kept going. And then like five minutes after we left him, one of his mules came running up the trail behind us and we were like, oh, it like scared us. Hmm. We got off the trail and they were like, hmm. That's weird. Like it's supposed to be going the other way, but we didn't know what to do. So we kept walking and then it came back. And so we got off the trail again and it stopped in front of us. And we were like, go on, go on, go on, shoo, shoo. You know, we're trying <laughs> to like, kind of like go behind it, but not too closely because we wanna, don't want to get kicked, you know? And then it like went up the side of the trail and then took off running in the wrong direction again. And we were like, huh? And we're like, well, I don't know. It's not our problem. So then when it came back the third time, we like full on ducked down and hid in the bushes so that it wouldn't stop and get distracted by us. You?
4: Weren't you worried that it was like a lassie version of a mule and it was trying to get you to go back? To yeah. Something that happened to this guy. And it was no, like that Come didn't on, help. No, that
0: didn't occur to us. This guy was like a back yeah, he was like an Idaho dude. We were like, if anything it's coming to check on us. Like that guy, not going to get hurt back there. Anyway, it's kind of funny.
2: All right, we've got to take a break. Yeah. When we come back, we've got our trail of the month with POD. We're taking it to Michigan, people, so don't go anywhere.
7: death march trombley and i wouldn't be caught dead listening to the trail show
2: all right folks the trail show is back last call on trail show net gators we've got oh about a dozen left and once they're gone they're gone forever so if you or yours would like to get a trail show net gator do it now you can go to the trail Click the donate button. 25 bucks or more will get you a neck gator and a sticker shipped out ASAP by me. When do you need to do this? ASAP. How soon? By me.
4: <laughs>
2: As possible. As soon. <laughs> All right. Very good. Triple uh, O. Let's go to the hotline.
4: Call the
2: triple. Did we have any calls?
4: Yeah, let's, let's go. We've got a very long call. Remember, folks, you have three minutes
7: and then it will cut you off. What's up, Trail Show? Steph March Trombley. Giving you guys a call after a long hiatus. Hope everybody's doing well. I uh, I just got done with a, a shakedown hike at Crowder's Mountain uh, in Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm sure Disco knows that area well. Disco, you will be happy to know that uh, it has become a wonderland of Bluetooth speakers and Unleashed Dogs, so quite oh. lovely. Um, I was just going to leave five comments. You guys can do what you want with them. Number one, speaking of dogs, uh, special, the first question is for, for you. What is the leave-no-trace difference between a dog feces and a human feces? <laughs> I was out there today. The trail is literally painted in dog crap, Oh, and I would also like to crap on the trail as well, but I feel like that would be frowned upon. So why is it okay for dogs to poop on the trail and not humans? Number two, I hired five interns. They just wrapped up their work last night, listening to every trail show. And a uh, few you will be happy to know that the number of times that you have mentioned poop or tampons in an episode has surpassed the number of times that disco has used sound effects. It happened in yeah. trail show number 102 so congratulations that's wow that's quite an accomplishment uh number three uh as i was hiking this morning pre-dawn i launched a mud bat over the the cliffs at crowders it's nothing more than a nocturnal mud falcon but it was <laughs> glorious don't worry about the remnants or or leave no trace it's going to get lost with the rest of the dog <laughs> down there anyways uh number four is for D-Lo. D-Lo. I feel bad for you, man. You know you're you're kind of screwed either way. That you, this no-win situation. If you don't show up to every single month's episode, you get you get yelled at because you're not there. Your wife gets called out, telling her you know she's keeping you home at night. You're trapped behind the border wall. All these things. If you do show up, you know they yell at you for reading the beer labels too slow. They mute your line. They, they make fun of you when you get too drunk. I, I feel like you're in a no-win situation. I'm on your side. I want you to know that. I feel bad for you. Um, <laughs> the last thing is is actually pretty sincere. P.O.D., I didn't realize it. I guess I just, just realized it in the last couple episodes that you were a special ed teacher. As the father of a, of a child that has um, autism, that, that means something to me. And I wanted you to know that, <clears throat> you know, it's... A good teacher can make all the difference in the world. And I know that you have said that you're, you know, it takes a while to get amped up. You have to kind of get amped up to go into work. It's a lot of work.
4: And it got cut off right at the Oh, man, part. the
2: heartfelt, <laughs> the heartfelt part of the call. The heartfelt ah. part <laughs> of the call, but
4: he did call back. So, oh, oh. so he did call back. Luckily, he realized it. So here we we'll, we'll go with part two.
7: Hey, it's Steph March Trombley again. I got cut off. I'm glad I don't have to rush through it this time. Uh, P.O.D., I was just going to say thank you for being a special ed teacher and for, and for doing all the things that you do. Um, like I said, I, I have an autistic son. And for the first grade and second grade, because we didn't realize what was going on, he was in a general ed class. And because they didn't understand how to teach him, they literally put him in a corner mm-hmm. and told him to play for two straight years. When we realized that he wasn't learning anything in school, we intervened. We got a psychologist involved and an advocate and all sort of stuff. It made a huge difference. He got a new teacher. She's wonderful. He learned how to read and write and do math and all these things. His world expanded so much because of this one teacher that took an interest and cared. And I wanted to say thank you to you because, you know, especially in this time of heightened awareness around mental health, um, you know, you, you make a big difference. And if you ever need to get psyched up to go into the office or to go into work, and you need someone that, that can tell you, you know, from firsthand experience, how, how much of a difference you're really making, give me a call and I will give you a pep talk because you truly are doing God's work. So I wanted to say thanks. Anyways, that's me. I'm out.
0: Well, thanks for that, man. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'll just be honest. I have my days that I, I don't, you know, want to go slay the dragon, just like everyone else. And I have a few students who, uh, you know, I try my patience every year, but, um, it's usually not, not the kids with significant disabilities. It's, it's the one on the ones on the edge that have some learned helplessness. So, mm. um, but I love my job. You know, I used to be an engineer and, um, I have the luxury of being able to choose a career. Um, and I know that that's a luxury. Um, but you know, I decided that I don't give a damn about cars or paint and that's what I was doing, and now I I do feel like I I make a huge difference, and the work that I do is important, which was one of the reasons that hiking New Zealand was so hard, because I had to quit my job, and normally that's not difficult, but because the trail was so terrible, I I felt really bad about having quit my job, and felt like I wasn't doing something meaningful, so thanks for saying all that. I do love my job. I love my kids. I've got some pretty neat ones, Um, so I appreciate that.
2: To go to Dead March, Bob Trombley's first part of his call. Uh, Spech is not with us this month. Oh, we, yeah. hope, we hope that he'll be back with us next month for what we hope to be our first in person show in 15 months. TBD, we will see how it goes. But he was asking about <laughs> L- uh, human poo and dog poo, yeah. and is it LNT to leave dog poo? on trail and the answer to that is an unequivocal no
0: no it's only okay if you put it in the bag tie it off and then leave that on the trail that's leave okay that
2: yeah. right, right, that right on the be the the
0: yeah.
2: actually
3: if you're going to leave a bag of poo on the trail you should pile them up at the trailhead yeah <clears throat> because you know you could just go a little bit further and put it in your car or your bike or whatever and take it home with you yeah. but it's better to just leave a pile accumulating at the trailhead
4: especially yeah. if it's right next to the trash can yes yeah
3: totally trailhead. totally
2: dila what do you think about dmt's uh he was advocating for you whether you're on the show or Man. off the show what do you think I, you
3: know i i think i think he's uh he, he knows what it's
2: like to be an underdog <laughs> <laughs> you feel seen we're gonna hear feel from seen, death feel march. Heard. we're gonna hear from death march bob again later in this show, he, he oh. submitted a uh, tent stake review. Oh, yeah, audience. that's right. Uh, but let's get into Trail of the Month. So we've been doing these local trails like what can you do walking out your door, you know, hike for a for a day in POD, you were recently in Michigan. I was, you know, I we're either in Florida in Michigan. or Michigan on this show. So we're in Michigan yeah. today.
0: I was in Michigan visiting the fam. And the cool thing is that my parents sold their house. And they're renting a tiny cottage on this lake. And this lake ha- happens to be in the Pinckney State Recreation Area. There's this area somewhat near where I grew up, because they're not living exactly where, where close to where I grew up. It's this, this Pinckney-Waterloo uh, recreation, Waterloo State Recreation Area. And you could do an end-to-end hike with a few little loops in there and I, that could be over 40 miles long of continuous trail all trail um so that's pretty cool and and um i've gone out and hiked i hiked most of the pottawatomie trail which i've done before um in years past but i hadn't been out there in a long time but my parents happen to live now right there's a connector trail that is 0.2 miles long that connects to the pottawatomie trail and the pottawatomie trail if you do the entire loop is about 18 miles or something So uh, Frito Rolte-Garcia and I did uh, a a little shorter version of this uh, Potawatomi trail because it includes some like figurates and stuff. And I just, I don't know, the trees don't have their leaves. It's kind of boring right now. That's an
4: illegitimate through hike.
0: Yeah, well, it it wasn't really a through hike. It was just a loop hike. Um, I have done the entire Potawatomi trail before as a trail run. Um, But uh, so yeah, so Frito Rolte-Garcia came over. And, you know, he's, um, yeah,
2: he let's likes, talk about that POD yeah. because what happened the night before the hike with Friedo? Well, He
0: likes, he likes being outside, you know, he's, he's a farmer. He grows the hemp, um, and, and, uh, he likes to go hiking when I'm around and stuff, but he's not, you know, he doesn't get out there and do a ton of hiking. So I called in the night before just to confirm our departure time in the morning from my parents' house. And he was uh he was a couple cups deep into his whiskey um, and I was like oh dear oh boy yeah and I was like you know you need to bring water and snacks and all that kind of stuff and uh, and so and then subsequently after that I talked to disco and I was like I don't know Fernando's been drinking his whiskey and uh, anyway disco reminded me that, that my brother is a professional that's right Um which he is that's he showed right. up on time you know a few minutes early
2: in blue jeans
0: in blue jeans and a coat that was going to be way too hot everybody had he had a little uh running pack that he borrowed from a friend it was a female so it was like in his armpits you know <laughs> <laughs> um but that's okay he he had all of his stuff uh we did we departed Started and um, it was a little over 16 miles, uh, close to 17, I think, 16, we'll call it 16 and a half. So we started um, from Highland Lake and we did a loop. Um, we went around Crooked Lake. Uh, we, we skirted around the edge of Silver Lake. And then we headed down to Pickerel Lake and went around that. Pickerel. And Pickerel went around a few lakelets as well, um, a few little unnamed bodies of water then we went by dead lake and blind lake Uh, we went between watson lake and half moon lake which half moon lake is where i went swimming all summer long when i was growing up so that was kind of cool then we went by patterson lake and there was also oh yeah this one gosling lake and then we kind of circled back down by beaver lake and then back to the west shore of Highland Lake, which is a system of little uh, bays and tributaries, and then and then back to my parents' house. And they live right on the water. And there's a dock. We went and put our feet in the water, and the fish were just going crazy about my calluses and all the rough, dead skin on my feet. They were so excited. Why? We had some we had some beers from Shorts Brewing out on the dock, and some corn chips. And um, it was a beautiful day. Sixteen and a half miles. It was pretty fast. You know, mostly pretty flat, but um, all single track. I mean, it was beautiful. It was great.
3: Can I ask you two questions about these lakes and these trails? Yeah. Are these trails open to mountain bikes or just walkers? Yes. Nope. Do they they get much mountain bike use or or is it mostly hikers? They do? No. They get both.
0: And I will say, I'm glad you brought that up because we got, we crossed paths with about six mountain bikers Mm -hmm. and not a single one of them said thank you for yielding. Nor did they respond to my good morning, good afternoon, hello. Huh.
4: How many
2: and- did you stab? Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> they probably just read that article about Yeah, yeah they're probably four. like
3: scared. They're like, oh, no. they're, oh that's that's Felicia. Like, oh, two Mexicans on the read trail. That-
5: Quick go. You should
3: read, that- read that article about the <laughs> hikers stabbing the bikers. Let's just uh let's just get out of here as fast as possible. The it next was question weird. next question is uh how are the bugs in that area in the summertime?
0: Oh man, if you, if any, any, I encourage anyone to go look up the, um, the Waterloo State, Waterloo Recreation Area in Michigan. Oh. It's awful there. I mean, not only are these giant lakes, but there's like little swampy areas everywhere. And even the lakes themselves, they have a lot of like reeds and, you know, stuff like that. Mucky areas. There's a lot of boardwalks that we walked on. Yeah. That area in the summer is unbearable it's it's awful yeah we were talking oh yeah we were talking about that we're like man this is actually it was kind of a good time to go because honestly when the trees leaf out we wouldn't have had as many views of the lakes because you don't go right up to the shore of most of the lakes you would have had a few parts where you've been able to see part of the lake but with no leaves on the trees we got to see all of the lakes um But it would also be beautiful in the fall. Mosquitoes would be gone. You know, the trees, the hardwoods changing colors. So, but Hmm. we didn't see, um, we saw like the six mountain bikers, maybe four or five hikers. And it was like a Tuesday. Um,
2: Let's go back to Frito real quick. So he did the 16 miles in the blue jeans. Is that right? That's correct. How were those last couple miles for Frito?
0: they were tough I think he was starting to to hobble a to little wane. bit <laughs> and you know it's funny because I was out on that tr- that same trail with my sister and brother-in-law the day before and I said I have a coming out tomorrow we're gonna do a like 16 mile hike and my brother-in-law said is he in shape to do 16 miles <laughs> and I said no but he's the most hard-headed person I've ever known so I know he's yep. gonna finish
2: <laughs> and-, and he did didn't you didn't you uh, have a little trail tip for him at the end that involved oh, yeah. so, cold water submersion?
0: So we got we got back and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be great. We'll put our feet in the water. And the water was really cold, right? You know, when I was there in March. So he came out to the dock, we stripped our shoes and socks off, and I immediately put my feet in. And he put his feet like just the very bottom of his foot on the surface of the water, and his body was like, that's very cold and he immediately took his feet out and I was like no
2: no no all the way like, in
0: your feet are so swollen like you look like you should have little pig hooves on the bottom I was like you need to put them like you just got to put them all the way you just got to commit I was like come on don't be a sissy and that's when he did it he actually put his feet in there and uh he was like oh it's cold but it felt it feels good I mean it is cold but you know it's helpful
2: so you guys did a loop
0: a loop there was only point two miles that was repeated.
2: Oh, that's, oh, that's yep. a good loop. For sixteen miles, yep. that's, a good, mm-hmm. that's a good ratio. I'd so say So he had
4: the he had the blue jeans, but which one of you carried the blowtorch? <laughs> yeah,
0: he did, and it was tiny running pack that was in his armpits. Okay.
2: He had a he had the MSR Whisperlite uh international model that has like the big canister.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah so he was really the, he was this, not only you know a companion but also the safety person on the trip. oh totally yeah yep, totally
0: yeah no he did great i gotta say like you know if he wasn't in shape to do that he did it and uh, he did say he was pretty sore the next day and my sister-in-law said she had a good time watching him try to take his socks off to go to bed um but the other thing <laughs> is that at like just a little bit before noon he was like He's like, we got to stop at noon, because I got to order some beer. And I was like, okay. So like 1155, we happened to, yeah, we, we happened to, upon um, a little bench right next to a lake on the trail. So we sat there and had a snack. And there's this brewery in Michigan called Holmes Brewery that he loves. and oh, they have yeah. limited releases of all kinds of things. And that particular day was going to be a day that you could order online. So he had to uh, get online at noon so he could get his, his order in. So I thought that was pretty cool that
2: he stopped, we were out on a, yep. He stopped the 16 mile hike to order beer. That's right. He's
0: dedicated to the cause.
2: That's pretty cool. And for those of you that are brand new to the trail show, I know there's a couple and you're tuning in you're like, what are they talking about? So last month we featured Bo Miles who did a YouTube video called walking 90 kilometers to work. And he literally walked out his front door and walked 90 K to work. So it inspired us to do some walking out our front door all day hikes. Um, Last month, we featured Triple O's hike in northern Florida in Tallahassee. And this month, yep, this month, we've got POD's hike in Michigan. Next month, we're bringing it to Salida and then hopefully For the June show, Dilo will be back in business and able to hike in Boulder. Real quick, Dilo, give us an update on your collarbone. My collarbone,
3: my collarbone, uh, four weeks this Friday, I will have had surgery four weeks ago this Friday. My collarbone is healing very nicely. As you may notice, I can lift my arm up all the way. I'm not in a sling. Ooh. Do things like this. How does things it feel? I,
5: uh,
3: it feels a little like they slice me open and put a, my bones back together, and then bolted them together with screws and a plate, um, yeah. if I may say so. But um, it's I'm I'm kind of on the mend, and I have actually been out hiking quite a few times because um, that's kind of oh. all that I can do is just walk. No lifting, no bike riding, which is very my most painful affliction from this injury no bike riding yeah which means i have to drive around the united states like everybody else which really drives me crazy
2: <laughs> get into it man i'm not going you
4: to you can take but public transit
3: i could take public transit i haven't had to um but i last weekend i was almost going to take a bus to a trailhead and do like a five plus mile hike but i didn't have to because a friend took me hiking somewhere so why can't I mean, you I could, ride a bike? I, maybe you know I, they just said don't put weight on the arm.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea.
3: Don't lift things. Don't put weight on the arm. Yeah. But towards the end of the month, um, it'll be, have been close to six weeks since surgery, and the bone feels it feels kind of nice. I'll touch it right here. It
2: doesn't hurt. Feels Can like Can you it's feel all the together. screws in the plates? No. Okay. No,
3: but um, you know it's it's tender. I got a nice, nice, Ooh! nice scar
5: right
2: there yep. you know? that's that's good
3: yeah th- but the collarbone itself is actually above the scar so what i think is they you know they sliced me open down below the bone so that they could flap the skin open and access the area and then they put the pieces of the bone back together bolted them in place stuff like that Triple but F- uh, yeah, i am on, i'm on the mend <laughs> just trying not to lift anything with the right arm going for walks going for hikes
2: Go.
8: My dad is not going to give you any hikes in June because we're going to be driving across the country to New York.
2: Oh, maybe, dilo since you're back on your feet walking around, maybe next month should be you.
3: Maybe. Yeah, I
2: mean, if not, I can do a hike and
3: I can walk out my front door and go up into the foothills from here. Um, yeah. And then we could we talk about it in June. Or I could even do, a, I could even do something similar wherever I am in June.
2: Okay. I'll be
3: all over. I'll be all over.
2: We've got options, people. We've got options. Yep. All right, POD, anything else about your stroll in Michigan?
0: No, it was a good time. I was really grateful to um to be able to visit my parents and have that trail option there. Um Yeah, it was nice. I went out every day with them or by myself or both on that little trail system. I didn't do 16 miles every day, but I went out every day. So And
2: it didn't great. you say that trail system, like all the way out, is fifty miles in length.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like end to end, you can do a over forty mile hike.
2: That's incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah, and all on trail. There's not road walking. It's mm. Incredible.
3: If I may, if I may derail this conversation, don't do that. If I may derail this conversation real quick and bring it back to Bo Miles. Um, yep. Five or six weeks ago, when I was in pain before I had the surgery. And my bones were all a shambles and jumbled together. Uh, Leo and I, who left, oh, he's hiding, uh, actually watched most of the Bo Miles videos on YouTube. Really? Yeah, really. And uh, I'm wondering if we could somehow maybe get Bo Miles on the trail show. (laughs) I'm working on it.
5: Are you working on it?
3: Yep. Okay. I think that would be super cool because we watched watched his videos. I was just like in bed on painkillers, like. (laughs) 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 just watching Bo miles it is it's great
9: his videos
3: are fantastic i know i watch most of them i I think there's just a couple i haven't seen so wow Bo, bo if you're listening we need you on the trail show
2: we do we do we don't know much about
3: australia bo we know we know that new zealand is bad but we want (laughs) to (laughs) hear
2: we want to hear about australia bo yep I'm working on it. We'll uh, TBD. We'll see. We'll see what I can figure out for May or June with Bo. Before we take our next break, we got an audio update from Jupiter, who's out hiking the Arizona Trail. We had him on a couple trail shows ago. And POD, if you allow me to share my screen, I'm going to play some audio from Jupiter.
9: Hey, trail show. This is Jupiter and I'm reporting in from the Arizona Trail. Right now I'm probably 230 miles in or something, I think I'm uh, approaching the Superstition Mountains and the town of Kearney or Superior, whatever you're most familiar with, and I'm moving along. Uh, Something that I felt was interesting about this hike that I haven't really had on any other hike before just a new feeling for me was when i started last year i it's been about a year since i've done a thru-hike but you know i guess i've done quite a few before that and this time when i started it was just like out of nowhere i was just back in it i was back on it you know i i just my body and my mind knew what to do without having to think about anything you know i i knew to look for water here and i knew to just uh, walk at a steady slow pace that i can maintain and you know i i when i got to town i immediately just found the best spot for an outlet you know and got my stuff charging while i did groceries and um It's just, this time around, what's been different is uh, hiking and through hiking has just felt like a second nature. You know, that even though I've done other trails, that this one's just been different. So that's been kind of interesting, you know, just starting out and feeling so good and kind of like just being efficient without having to think about it. But, the Arizona Trail's been good. It's, uh, it's, I don't know, it's different from any other trail I've hiked before. I guess a lot of my hiking's been on the east coast, and, you know, here I am, right now, walking through the land of Cholla. For those who aren't familiar with Cholla, it's a cactus that I'm not going to touch it, but it looks like it's kind of airy, and if you were to touch it, that just a piece of it would just break off and stick to you. That if you were to rub against it, the whole thing would just break off and stick to you. It's got so many needles, and they just look so sticky um, and so pokey. So I'm walking through a bunch of bushels of cholla right now. And uh, just kind of going through the middle of the desert. I think that's just recently what's felt so special to me is... You know, just this feeling of like, here I am, alone, in the middle of the desert, (laughs) that if something were to go wrong here, that it would be a big problem. And I don't know, I guess those are the feelings that I kind of come out here for, that kind of feeling of insignificance, that this land doesn't care that I'm here, (laughs) you know, that I'm just gonna hike and you know people are gonna be in front of me people are gonna be behind me yesterday I did 30 and I didn't see a single person um, so although people are out here you know it's kind of nice to just feel totally alone at the same time I've always enjoyed that about through hikes but other than that you know the scenery's been really cool there's been a lot of sections that reminded me a lot more of like something you'd see in eastern washington you know or uh, mount lemon kind of reminded me of this sierra nevada and uh then you just dip down into these like valleys and these basins of of cactus and heat and exposure and it's uh it's been a lot of fun i've really been enjoying my time out here so far Right now I'm having a minor sock problem. One of my socks, just the entire bottom of it, has just opened up. <laughs> so the sock I'm wearing right now is less of a sock and more of a anklet. Uh, which I don't know why I'm still wearing it, if that's the case. but So uh, I think my next package has some fresh socks in it. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And I'm still kind of trying to rotate some socks just so they don't get so disgusting and crinkly and whatever socks do after wearing them for days and days on end. But right now I am on, I want to say day 8, about 230 miles in. Really loving it and uh, excited to make my way north into the higher elevations of the state, and kind of back to where I'm living, because currently I'm living in Flagstaff, Arizona, a trail town of the Arizona Trail. (laughs) Anyway, um, it's good to hear from you. Hope you guys are having fun. Hope you guys are drinking some good beer, and uh, you know, if some interesting stuff is happening out here... And I'll be sure to report back in. So this is Jupiter signing out. Thanks.
2: That was Jupiter. He's out on the AZT laying down some miles while we get to slay the dragon here in the workaday world. How lucky are we? It's
5: good to
0: hear him talk about how his body is just like, yeah, this is what I do.
2: Muscle memory.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
2: It is? Yeah. yeah i mean
4: that's
2: a good feeling yeah i i'm jonesing to get back out on the trail i may get a shot this fall we'll see who knows (sighs) anyway all right i tell you what let's take a break when we come back we've got mailbag we've got ask a hiker we're gonna give a shout out to our donors and all that and then some so don't go anywhere This is Trevor, smoke it if you got it, Bowman, and I never listen to The Trail Show. All right, folks, The Trail Show is back. We've cracked a few new beers since last time. Um, Dilo, what do you have in your left hand?
3: I have a brewery omegang from Cooperstown, New York, Rare Vos. It is a amber ale with orange peel, grains of paradise, and coriander. Mm. Good night, children. And its it comes in at a mellow 6.5 ABV, uh, comes in these 16 ounce true pint cans. And it says here on the side that this is their take on the smooth, easy drinking ambers poured in cafes across Belgium. Their take. votes for Strange Fox takes its name from a tavern near Brussels known for cycling, pigeon races and outstanding ales. Because at the end of the day, it's good to enjoy the end of the day.
5: There mm. you have
3: it. What's a so, pigeon race? I don't know, man. I bet yeah. you they do it in Europe. You didn't see any pigeon races when you were hiking with that reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Huh. All right. So I just cracked the Marlette Sunrise Blood Orange Blonde from South Lake Brewing Company. Here's what it says, Dilo. Oh yeah, tell me. We took our Marlette Blonde and added blood orange. A well-balanced blonde ale with notes of honey, pear and tons of citrus. Whether you're spending the day at the lake or sitting around the campfire after a day of hiking, Marlette Sunrise makes the perfect summer beer in Lake Tahoe. I'm not in Lake Tahoe, but I got to say, it's delicious. It's very orangey, very citrusy for sure. Uh, Triple O, what are you drinking? We see you've got a stack of beers beside you. Can you speak (laughs) to uh, what you're quaffing over there?
4: I don't have a beer. What? I know. He's just going. He's just going doubling down on the the Snickles. I know. Yeah,
2: just, you've just, been eating the whole show, man. What have you been eating? Like uh, you've been Snickle having,
4: after Snickle. Yeah. Dinner, man. I was I was rushing today to get here on time. I was threatened by Pod. I had to find a Snicker replacement. <laughs> a I
2: mean, I just didn't part. have time
4: to find a beer as well.
2: Hey, let's talk about those nickels. Um, how's that sitting on everybody's stomach
4: right now? Fine. I only took one bite, so
3: whole,
2: did you eat the insurance. whole thing?
3: I mean, I had like two squares of chocolate in a in a like two inch pickle. Like I I don't know. it was the big deal? The three of us ate them. Two Two inch pickle, them. man. Yeah. The two, the two boys chowed them. I, I ate one. Uh it was like pickles and chocolate. It's fine.
2: There's a grunge band I used to listen to in college called Two Inch Pickle. It was really. Uh, Yeah, very, very good band. Uh, I just made that up. No, I don't know. Uh, The Snickle, I had one bite, and then I finished the Snickers on the side with no more pickle. The pickle didn't work for me. I might
3: go get but another pickle. I, I'm
2: kind of craving a pickle at this point. I love, oh, yeah. I
3: love pickles.
2: I love both these things apart from each other. Apart from each other. I mean, what kind of... The ghetto, the
0: ghetto, the ghetto, the ghetto, the quiero. Craig
2: Jacobson must be a psychotic mass murderer to come up with an idea like the snickle.
3: Is this his idea?
2: Yeah. Oh, he sent me a that. disgusting picture
0: <laughs> of a snickle on a plate, and I was like, what's that other stuff around it?
2: I mean, that's the kind of thing, thing. that they, they'll they fry in the south at an amusement yeah. park like carowinds. Like they'll they'll fry a pickle they'll or fry, fry a in a chocolate thing or fry it together. But like unfried, I don't know about this nickel. That's I can't really recommend. All right, let's get in the mailbag. If you don't mind, I'm going to read a couple of these. The first one was directed at me. Um, From B underscore Gibbs 89 via direct message on Instagram. On episode 91, I didn't really appreciate Disco saying POD talks about Michigan too much, seeing how I am a fellow Michigander. So Disco, you could really suck it. Okay.
4: Amazing.
2: (laughs) From B underscore Gibbs 89 on Instagram.
4: That's a gift, a gift of writing. Yep, yep. Okay. No uh,
2: number two, second letter was from Death March Bob Trombley, DMT. DMT, the God Molecule, who we we heard from in the first part of the show. DMT Twice. says, "I have an update on the orange tent stakes included in the Kelty Noah's tarp. I would like to downgrade my rating on this product to F minus." DMT says, when trying to anchor down the rainfly, these stakes folded like a lawn chair. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't normally care, but considering that these are named the Kelty Nobendium 2 Super Stake, I took exception to the false advertising and decided to expose them on this broadcast. Not only is the term Nobendium trademarked, but it's also the second iteration of this product, making it even worse. Photos have been enclosed for your enjoyment, taken at North Mills River Campground, south of Asheville, North Carolina. Hope y'all are well. Death March Bob Tromley. I forwarded everyone the email of the photos of the tent stake, and they are, in fact, bendiums.
0: Uh, that's ridiculous. Non bendium? I mean, is that?
2: Here's the oh. thing. I, I can't think of a tent stake, a metal tent stake I've ever used in my entire life that has not bent. I don't care if it's titanium, no bendium, freaking whatever, lead, iron ore. I, they all bend at some point in their lifespan. Like, have you guys ever had a stake that didn't bend? The claws. The claws yeah. will break. Mm. I mean, okay. Yeah, let's but they won't bend. Clay. They'll break. They'll break. Classic stakes <laughs> can break. Don't break. They won't but bend. They won't bend. Okay. So like, that
3: answers that question.
2: Maybe a um, a railroad spike. Mm. <laughs> but how much does yeah. a railroad spike weigh? Like <laughs> not only to, not only P mags. I can get you some if you man. want. Only P mags would carry a railroad spike. But as he would just stake. carry
3: one. He would carry one tent stake.
2: You know, I think the solution might be. No tent stakes. Whoa! Cool.
3: Well, what do you do? Wait, how does how, how do you are you gonna fight uh, off vampires? How are you living, Let man? You. How are you living?
2: How are so, you living? So, back in the day, I went and saw a presentation by one Nimblewill Nomad after he hiked the, the basically the International Appalachian Trail, like Key West to Cap Gasp. And I one thing I remember, probably the main thing I remember from that presentation is that on the Canadian section in particular, he said he didn't have tent stakes. And I think he was Uh doing that out of being ultralight, but I think he used Demons as his tent stakes for everything. And POD, you can attest to that on the Sierra High Route. A lot of places, you can't even get a tent stake in the ground if you want it because it's too rocky. So... You can still set up your tent. You can still stake it out, but you can't do it with tent stakes, right? Well, I did use the tent stakes because in those instances, there were also no
0: trees. So, like, normally in a situation where I can't get a tent stake in the ground, I would put a stick through as the deadman. Yeah. A stick through the tent stake loop and then put rocks on top of that.
2: Through the guy line loop.
0: Yeah. You can also, you know, you can put a, wrap the guy line around a rock too but in this case it was much more um it was speedier to actually put the tent stake um through the guy line loop perpendicular to the to the guy line you know like Mm -hmm. the deadman and then pile the rocks on top
2: of the tent stake okay so the tent stake never went in the ground though no i still did use the the tent stake yeah
0: and i was grateful for them because there were no sticks up there
2: oh i see what you're saying so you're if you're above tree line you can't. Okay. Yeah. There's
0: no stick. I mean, you can use a rock. You, you can, can still
2: st- tie it to a rock.
0: Yeah, of course. But it's much faster because then want- you got to find the right size rock because depending on how long your guy lines are yeah. and if the loop's already in there, you know. Hmm. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, DMT, God Molecule, thank you for the update on the No Bendium 2 Super Stake from Kelty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just something I don't know. That's ridiculous, the no-bendium. Come on.
2: Come on. What do you mean it's ridiculous? That's that's good marketing.
0: What kind of, you know, non-outdoorsy idiots in a boardroom came up with that idea?
2: Hey, how dare you? And then trademarked it. Yeah. Yeah, like, is someone else going to steal the name no-bendium?
4: <laughs> Someone's going <Nope. laughs> to move in on our tent stake market here. Your beer looks really good, Dilo. Yeah, what is that? Thanks.
2: Well, I told
3: you what
0: it was. I just oh, it's the, the same place.
2: beer. Okay. It's the same beer. It's just in a fancy glass. It's in a Belgian oh, glass, man. yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's
4: live really living large over there. He's yeah.
3: not drinking from the can. No. I either. got. A, I got a lot of. I, all, so, I mean, dude, I have so much beer right next to me, man. Okay, I oh, got. here we go. Can you read, read us? Read can, oh, can you read oh. us all the cans? What this, is that? This is actually one of my favorites. This is the Whibby India Pale Lager from Whibby Brewing in Longmont, Colorado. Whibby is the comes in at a 7.0 ABV 70 plus IBUs. This is delicious. It's got just enough malty backbone to not make it taste mm. like an IPA, but yet just enough bitterness and hops to kind of make it. You appetizing.
2: know, the only other IPL I've ever heard of is from Colorado native. Yeah. And there's isn't 7%, 7% uh-huh. seems a little high ABV. It's high. But- yeah. I also so, have Wibby man, Wibby. Everybody talks about Wibby.
3: I also have the paws and claws uh, from Avery Brewing, which is just a this is a hazy dank India Pale ale at seven point five ABV. Uh these are my camping beers, by the way. That's why I have all these beers next to me. Are you uh, going those? camping?
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, going let's...
5: camping.
3: Dude, why is nobody listening to me? I feel like nobody listening. I
0: know. It's me. it's disco. <laughs> this now, Dilo.
3: this what? is a frequent
0: occurrence. Okay.
3: Yeah, so I it's need, not just uh, you. S-
0: not just you uh, i also going.
3: have i also have the cenitus double ipa which is an experimental ipa coming in at a whopping
4: oh,
3: 9.7 wow. <laughs> <Yep>. 9.7 Hello, <Right. laughs> um, man what else i got oh yeah and i got my i got, i have a java stout from santa fe oh also correct. quite good it's, it's actually an imperial java stout at 8.0 abv quite good <laughs> my good what else we got here and i have a coffee stout from son of a baptist yeah you uh, talked is, about that
2: last yeah, month man Come so i on. got that
3: and then i have
2: a half liter of some <laughs> <soda bye-bye. laughs> you got like the tetra pack of pinot grigio okay
3: and
0: oh what happened wine red in a can wine anyway in a can this oh, delicious, delicious
3: red wine in a can. Yep, anyways.
2: All right, we got to yep. move on, P.O.D. We can't. Uh, yeah, mailbag is done. Um, oh, yeah. Would you mind telling us who our donors were?
0: Would love to tell you who the POD, donors
2: are. Dilo, put the wine away. This isn't the wine show. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on.
0: <laughs> this isn't your book club. Let's yeah,
2: see. <laughs> come, on. come on. All right, P.O.D., okay. did we have any donors this month?
0: Yeah, we did. We did. We've got Bernard Wolf.
2: Hey. Wolfenstein. Bernad-
0: Bernard Wolf, if you follow him on Instagram, he hikes more than Mags. And and he has had a cheeseburger every night for like five nights in a row. (laughs) (laughs) He earned it. He earned it. I know. He
3: he, he burns the calories off and puts them right back on. That's right. Gets out and does it the next day.
2: Yeah. Good good for him. Wow.
0: We got Russ Kinder.
2: Hey. No fuss.
0: Craig Pisco Gully.
2: What What a guy.
3: guy.
0: Bobby Walters.
3: B. The Bobby Walters. Trevor. Hey, before we move on, I, w- I want to say that Craig Pisco Gully and Bobby Walters have been giving me Ohio tips.
2: W- what do you tip mean? Some-
3: tips on where like to go in Ohio. No, they're like, you. Oh. They're like, oh, you're going here in Ohio? That's, That's awesome. They're like, oh, you're going there in New York? That's not cool. But, huh. Yep. Cool. Yeah.
0: Trevor, smoke it if you got it, the bowl man. Bowl oh. man. John Weedman,
2: the Weedman, Weedman.
0: Jeffrey Cutmouth Caldwell. Hey now, Diane Pinkersh, Stein. Uh David Bullapasta, as big as your new house, Viddy.
2: Bullapasta. forget about. Oh,
0: Justin Quality Notes.
2: Quality
0: uh, Clayton Masterson.
2: Masterson.
0: I wonder if he's got a green jacket like the Masters, you know.
2: They just Boy. had the Masters.
0: I know. They got those ugly green coats. Uh Ingrid Gerard. Ingrid Pat the Bouncer Dixon. The Weeknd
2: I know. Steven the
0: Hustler Russell. How Hustler Russell. Ammon the Brute Bruce. The Brute. Uh Renee Shera Patrick. Jacob Sprookensy Deutsch. (laughs) Uh, Wesley the the Haggis Addict
2: Greenwood. I need it. I need my Haggis. I need it.
0: Kevin Chickpea Cross and Sasha Honeydew Codettes.
2: Hey, now. Tebow Not
0: Tim Williams. And back from the dead... Curtis Ware has become a monthly.
2: Oh, Curtis Curtis
0: Ware is
2: back! Welcome back! Welcome
3: back, Curtis. We missed you.
0: Yep, and also you see that a couple people are in uh, bold print there: Jacob Sprekenzi Deutsch and. Kevin Chick Cross and Sasha Honey do codet. That is because they doubled their monthly donations. Hey, thank, oh, you.
2: Yeah. thank, you. thank you. Thank you.
0: They went from one dollar to two. Yeah,
2: we're rich now, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Maybe uh, we'll
3: maybe we'll be able to afford to send some of those beers uh across the state from Salida.
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
3: Doubtful. yeah, Probably do uh, probably tell me don't pops your Tommy the Yeah, totally. I don't know if I read
0: that. Joseph Pecker Raro.
3: Hey, Frond,
2: hey,
0: Brandon I, Lost Balls, hey. Love Lady.
2: Balls. Where'd they Shira go, the, man?
0: She were the Switchbladey and Brian the Big McNamara.
2: I wonder
0: if she was the one out on that yeah. Washington trail with her switchblade.
2: Bark. Uh
0: Patty Sissou Mataschela. Oh, my. little Felipe Gilbert.
3: Gilberto.
0: Dave Gioed Hale. Stephen Robin Hood, Tony Sheboygan Brewing Pitts.
3: Oh, I finished my last Sheboygan Kenosha Brewing Kickers. beer Egypt. last month, man. It was delicious.
0: Rachel Dibama Dye Merchant. Yeah, Eric is- Adequate Johnson.
2: The adequate. Dant
0: Dan- Dan- Ho Mson. <laughs> <laughs> you see that I've difficult. corrected it on the sheet, yeah. so it's <laughs> official now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Thanks for fixing that. Uh Yeah.
0: Okay, uh Martin the Rosswater Schwank.
2: Rosswater. Richie
0: Rich Lemuel Glasgow.
2: Did you get some coffee recently, POD?
0: I did. I did. I've been I've been drinking it.
2: You've been hoarding it. You she won't even let me touch it, Dilo. Really? <laughs> there's a lot of trail show hoarding that happens when
3: yeah i guess so huh i mean I so mean, I, trail yeah, show well, threshold well, listeners you know <laughs> what if you want to send us stuff you <laughs> could reach out to me special or triple <laughs> o like independently from these two <laughs> yahoos out there in salida and you, you know what? feel free to you know send us stuff it'd be awesome we
0: would salida love
4: it. has no outgoing mail yeah so no. uh, no. too remote sure.
0: The problem yeah. with you, Dio, is that you complain about the packaging. When yeah, you complain
2: out. about the styrofoam peanuts. This is why you were stripped Ooh,
0: I, of your beer handling yeah. rights. Remember, uh,
3: it used to come to you only. I yes. have a basement. I have a my entire basement is filled with styrofoam peanuts right now. <laughs> like you could jump, you could jump down into it, and it's like it's like you know three four feet deep a styrofoam peanuts. Like the kids go down there and play all the time. It's so cool. Hmm.
0: Well, when more. we first yeah, started, you don't
3: need more. No, I do need more. <laughs> okay, it also keeps the house very well insulated
2: in the summer and, and, and winter. Good point.
0: All right. Anyway, yes.
2: <laughs> I think you're on the nuclear farmer.
0: Yes, Mark the nuclear farmer. No, oh, Mary, Sarah, Compass, Haynes, Eric, person
2: They know.
0: Daniel Fundup You like that,
2: yeah, Daniel yeah. Fundup Sharp? Beard. Kill Bill
0: Cottrell. Beard. Bob the DMD Trombley. Boom Bam. March. Thank you for those kind words. And Woody Yukon Caboose Bass. Oof.
2: What? Who's yelling?
0: Matt Frantum.
2: Frantum Matt.
0: Tim the Hooch. Hoochens. Hooch, and man. Paul True Love. True Love. Oh baby.
2: You're the only oh, one baby. I'm
0: dreaming Dreamin
2: of. Isn't that a Britney Spears You're song? No, that's Madonna. Like
0: right. love. Do We have some
2: one-offs. Actually, it's True Blue. I Is it, it True Blue? No. Yeah. True, True
0: Blue, 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 baby, I, I love, love you. I love
2: you. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. How about some Phil Collins?
0: No. <laughs> one-offs. Dennis Hanlon.
2: <laughs> hey, now.
0: David Cornetta.
2: Cornetta.
0: Joel Waddington, Waddington, and Bradley Gibson, who emailed about his donation, I'd, I'd like to send you a uh, net gator, but I never heard back. So, Bradley Gibson, if you're listening, you need to respond to my email or reach out to me.
2: No address. Do
4: you right? think Bradley Gibson is also? B underscore Gibbs 89 who oh. sent d or Disco that hor- that oh. terrible message I bet Ooh, it baby. is I
2: tell you what Bradley Gibson <laughs> you send us that address I'm gonna cut some holes in that gator and then we're gonna mail it out you, and then you can talk to me about talking about Michigan
0: maybe you could sew on like a U of M patch onto it before you send it
2: out Find out if he's a Spartys fan or Wolverines fan, and I'm gonna put the opposite patch on that gator. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. B underscore Gibbs89 on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, I, know, I know who you are.
0: Lemuel, thank you so much for the coffee. Um, it's been a while, and I'm not commenting on that. I'm always appreciative when you send it, but it's I, I had some this morning actually, and it was delicious.
2: Hey. I've been. What do you mean you had some? I made yeah. coffee this morning. I couldn't find any of that. You coffee. couldn't. No, because huh. you hid it. You freaking hid it. You put it by that Lucky Charms box under your bed that I found.
5: Today.
2: <laughs> I do have
0: a box of of uh leprechaun Lucky Charms that I bought for my friend the leprechaun. No, nah, you bought and them I've for you. Never made contact with them. For my so friend. Today the just leprechaun. gonna send me a, a picture from home. Of, of the bed with the box of Lucky Charms. It's like, who puts and a an box? Arrow painting to it? Who,
2: who puts a freaking box of Lucky Charms under their mattress? Because
0: I was saving it for the leprechaun. I didn't want to put it in the pantry, and then you open it, and then
2: I was saving it for him. Why do you think I'm going to open it? I don't need I, Lucky Charms. I don't know. You never know.
4: I'm excited that after many years of marriage, you can still learn more about each other. There's still new surprises. <laughs>
0: I'll never forget when we are on the PCT and we were at... uh the bridge where's the bridge you know the bridge place bridge of the
4: gods the bridge yes. of the
0: gods and um somebody sent us a care package and there were chocolate bars in there <laughs> and cliff clavin was sitting there and disco said man we haven't had chocolate in like three weeks and i was like we've had chocolate in every mail shop it's just been in my back <laughs> and he was like do you really hide food from him
2: <laughs> the answer yes. is yes Oh. that's why when i saw that lucky charms box today i was immediately suspicious because it's like i know she hides food like we had back at the old house every once in a while i would go through cabinets like random <laughs> kitchen cabinets up high and i'd find hidden chocolate people hidden chocolate
4: hmm. well and- yeah i mean tarlin has to hide food from me or i'll eat it all like the chocolates i understand that
2: yeah well that's how it goes down in this household too all right folks we got to take one more break we come back we got ask a hiker with dilo you've been waiting for it i'll show don't go anywhere dilo's right here we'll be right back
9: This is Dan Omson, but my friends call me Dan Omson, and I never listen to the trail show.
2: The trail show is back in your ear, and we've got another hotline call. Triple O, cue
6: it up. Hey, trail show. This is Jacob, Iron Triangle Deutsch. I am somewhere in northern Massachusetts by a particularly loud Babylon Brook. Um, it is about 75 degrees and sunny. Um, I am three-fourths of the way through a through hike of the New England Trail, the NET. And despite this gorgeous 70-degree, um, not a cloud-in-the-sky weather I've had the past couple of days, and very typical New England spring style, it is going to be 30 degrees and snowing up to eight inches tomorrow. Wow. So, It looks like my last 50 miles have some fun in store. Um, Thank you all for allowing me to get through some terrible road walks, especially in Connecticut. And I personally blame everyone from Connecticut for those road walks and road crossings, but at least I had the trail show. All right, Iron Triangle out.
2: Iron Triangle, that's awesome. Maybe we can get him on the show to talk about that actual hike. I mean, the NET is a national scenic trail. So it's why,
3: one of the, why are there so many roads on the NET in Connecticut? Like, we should ask. Have, have
0: you ever looked at a map of Connecticut?
2: We should ask
3: Iron and, but Triangle. I mean, like the, the
4: people of Connecticut.
3: The AT doesn't have that much road walking in Connecticut,
0: but it doesn't spend very much time in Connecticut.
3: I guess that's quite true, right? It's like it just skirts the
2: corner. The, the trail yeah. show the, is the Connecticut New
3: York walk. border. It's barely in Connecticut.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah. I, to Triple O's point, the trail show is great for road walks, and we yeah. encourage.
4: It should be like our secondary slogan. Yeah. The trail,
2: the trail show, show. <laughs> making road, road walks better one mile at a time. I like that Iron Triangle. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he's a band nerd. Is that uh a, a band reference? Could be. Okay.
4: it'd be like those triangle thing, instruments. Yeah.
2: All right, folks, it's time for Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. Dilo, did you get any questions this month?
3: Sorry, are you guys talking to me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Should I cue up your music? Yeah, cue up All my right. music. Music. <clears throat> da da
3: da 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 da. It's time for Ask a Hiker, ladies and gentlemen. Question number one comes to us from the internets. Dear Trail Show friends, I've been listening to the show for years now, and this is the first time I've written to the kind folks at Ask a Hiker Desk to inquire some. Hiking related questions. It's taken me too long to get around to this because, like the esteemed Buck 30, I spend a lot of time drinking Diet Coke. Or does he drink Pepsi? (laughs) Actually, I think he's a Pepsi drinker. The next gen, the new generation. Or maybe it was the next generation. Dare I ramble. Anyway, back to my question. At least I started writing this with a question in mind. Oh, yes. What was it? Oh, that's right. I recall now. My question has to do with aging. See, I, too, am getting older, which is why I forget what my original question was and started rambling on like Led Zeppelin on the radio in June.
5: Ramble on!
3: I guess I'm not as sharp as I once was. So back to my question. I saw a recent picture of you, or maybe it was from a a few years ago, and you all looked old. (laughs) 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 But you seem so young at heart. How do you age gracefully? Do you have any secrets? Maybe some herbal remedies? Tinctures? share your secrets with the trail show nation peace and love grandma maplewood
2: wow mm. this is a didn't she say question. that we look
0: old yeah
2: she yeah. did say we look old but we're young at heart but
0: we're, but we're not aging gracefully if we look old
2: pod do you remember when we did that photo shoot over at biggie's yes. house and we posted that photo on instagram and people everybody was like oh my god i didn't know what you all looked like you guys are old
6: Those gray hairs and his beard look at these guys. Those guys are gray beards. Look
2: at those guys, they're like senior citizens. Man, it's like if you listen to NPR and you hear these names every day, like you just name a NPR, you know, person, Terry Terry Gross. Go look up Terry Gross's photo on the internet. I'm telling you, these people look nothing like your mind's eye, what you think they look like in the trail show podcasters are the exact same way, you know? Yeah. We got grays, gray in our hair. We were old. We've been, we've been hiking these trails since you were in diapers. Yeah.
3: What about tinctures? You guys, you got any Um, tincture herbal remedies?
2: uh, I'd recommend 60 milligrams of CBD every day for sleep and stress. You know, I, I I can't really I, recommend that because I'm not a doctor or a physician. So.
3: When my arm was in a sling and it would cause me so much pain and before the ibuprofen or before the Advil would kick in or whatever, or the codeine, whatever it was, I would just lather it up with CBD. And I felt yeah. like the CBD kind of like immediately the calmed, edge off. Yeah. calmed my like tweaking muscles down.
2: Yeah. yeah. I haven't it used happened. it since. I've been having some anterior knee pain, which I believe to be related mm-hmm. to IT band syndrome, which I've been uh, using CBD salve liberally as of lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I see him every night with the the Hermosillo hemp stick.
2: Yeah, I got the feeling gonna, good and the feeling I'm, great balm. I'm
0: going to put in a little plug here. Uh, when I was in Michigan, I actually saw part of the Hermosillo hemp headquarters.
2: The dynasty.
0: Yeah, and he was showing me the those cardboard tubes that they come in. Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, I did. I decided to go with the cardboard tubes because I don't ever want to go to the ocean or the beach and see an Hermosillo hemp cap or container
2: plastic wash tube. up." Yeah, and I was like,
0: "Good for you." Yeah,
2: so true. We'll post a link again As for aging to those bombs. You got some aging tips? Triple yeah, aging did you talk to us?
4: I think I think one of the the best things this is a for real one is to always just try new things, get into mm-hmm. something new as you get older. Try like, and when that gets boring, try something else new that you'll be a complete novice at. And on that note, you know, I'm gonna like be like P.O.D. Um, took on salsa dancing. Yeah, <laughs> and she's still novice at it. No, I'm just kidding. She's actually really good. No, <laughs> still i a novice, it. but no, but something like that. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to have dance salsa forever to learn how to dance salsa if you want to do it. Same with like hiking or skiing or biking yeah. or anything, you know. And I'm not are both looking for new partners, going. so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a piece of advice on aging grace, gracefully. For those of you that, that work at desks all day, like many of us do now, I'm in my mid-40s and... Last couple of years, I developed some chronic neck pain and some chronic like back of the shoulder type pains. And this apparently happens as you get older to some people. And I guess I'm unlucky, but it, if you're, if you have a job where you sit in a chair in like one position all day, my recommendation is do the opposite of whatever that position is at least once a day. So for me, I bought this thing, and and they're not a show sponsor. I'm, this isn't a plug, but I bought this thing called the Iron Neck. And go online, go on YouTube, type in Iron Neck, look at some videos. This thing has basically cured every bit of my neck pain. It's freaking incredible. And as far as the shoulder, you know, back, upper back, shoulder pain goes, I do like, you know, every other day I do these things that basically are the. It's like a reverse bench press. So if you're like laying on your stomach doing a bench press but like you're actually like pulling up that's where the you're basically doing the opposite of how you, your muscles would be used sitting at a desk typing so those two things every other day I feel like I'm I'm 30 again d
0: can we please feel like I'm 30 please post a picture of you in your iron neck headgear
2: we can, but I want to attach it to the back of our Prius the way I can do it on the road oh, yes. to like really freak about that. Out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the perfect height. If I lift the hatchback on the back of our Prius, I can attach the iron neck to basically like the metal ring back there, and it's the perfect height to do the iron. Yeah, neck. he
0: brought it on our um our Christmas Texas. trip when we went down to Bend,
2: <laughs> and I, I showed it to uh Ian. Yeah, I showed it to Ian from Gossamer Gear. From Gossamer Gear. In, in the parking lot at the national park there's other people <laughs> around he's like looking at me horrified like dude what are you doing man this is so embarrassing what the hell are you doing man and i was like yep. bro it's the iron neck it'll change your life all right i and have a, two i would, tips. I would oh, like you, to second go ahead. Go ahead. um out
0: of orders advice to try new things and yeah. um i'll keep it brief but i'll just say that I've been teaching Spanish classes to adults here in Salida. And before that I was doing it in other places. Um, and I'm going to be really honest. Americans' ability to persevere with new things is low. And and I know that I'm talking about language. So that's a specific area. We're not used to having to speak other languages or be exposed to other languages as Americans. But... Um, you know i find that there's people that really do want to learn spanish but then they don't want to put in the work you know and
2: yeah and it's work. And It's
0: hard whenever you try something new there's a period of it being really hard
2: and uncomfortable and
0: uncomfortable and they can com- and, and the, so they complain a lot like why is it like this and why is it like that and this is too hard and i only want to learn it learn it the one way i don't want to learn both ways and all this stuff and i, hey. I finally got I finally got tired of it and I stopped doing it because it was making me bitter. Um, but you know, I, I take that lesson and I feel like that could be applied generally it, for those of you who are long distance hikers. There was a time in your life when long distance hiking was not very fun. It was really uncomfortable because you were learning everything. Mm. If you're a skier and you learn to ski as an adult, there was a time when that wasn't really fun. It was just like putting in the work. Um, You know, personally, I've been learning how to salsa dance and that's always been fun, I'll be honest. But there was, you know, a long time where I could only do like two types of turns poorly. Um, Now I can do like lots of turns poorly. But um, anyway, you know, you feel really limited and uncomfortable and you're comparing yourself to other people that do it better than you. And I think that out of orders advice to try new things is spot on if you keep trying new things then you don't lose the ability to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and I think that will open up so many doors for you because you don't care if you suck at it you're like that's all right I'm trying something new like this is great I'm learning things you know it's good for your brain it's good for your person and um and, it, and if you can if you can find that space where you're comfortable with being uncomfortable I just feel like you can just continue to grow and find joy in life.
3: right, I have three things that I want to say. Number one, this iron neck thing looks weird (laughs) AF. Number two, I think one of the best things you can do to like maintain your youth is to lift weights. Maintain that bone density, keep your strength up, right? Yep. Um, lifting weights is one of the best things you can walk you can run you can bike all that stuff but lifting weights lifting heavy things mm. it's going to keep your bones and your muscle mass intact number three if you start to lose your hair shave it mm. like I, out of order like I, I haven't quite lost it all yet but when this when this middle part here starts just, to really just kind of go back <laughs> into a horseshoe man I'm done I'm done You're out. I'll probably keep this if this kind of st- yeah. days i'll have the beard and no hair yeah but um I'm pointing hands are moving but shave the hair when it starts when when it's all gone like don't have like long hair in the back and nothing on top it just A looks <laughs> <A skullet>. no <laughs> nah, don't do it my three those are my three tips to the trail show listeners okay question number two my okay. friends of the trail show tell us listeners about your worst night or day on the trail cheers gator skater from louisiana gator skater Worst. I gotta, i'll start i'm gonna start with that one my worst day on the trail was about six weeks ago <laughs> 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 because up until that point i had never broken a bone on the trail but that day it was a warm day snow got sticky around 11 30 in the morning Grab my story. right
2: ski. Hey, he I'm said
6: go. worst night
2: on the trail, Dilo. Night. Hey, I
3: said day. I said day. I haven't had a worse night. This is my worst day.
4: Pitch but me but into you a tree, were hiking.
3: Broken yeah. collarbone. I you was on skiing, the trail. Man, nobody, said, said the ski, nobody said. Nobody said. Shut the show down. <laughs> this is not, nobody. The on the trail. I was on a trail. That's the question. Tell us, your listeners, about your well, worst night. Well, I think the problem was that you weren't on the trail. No,
5: I, wasn't yeah. trail. I was totally <laughs> on the trail. You off the trail. <laughs> you were in a gully.
3: No, I was not in a gully. You were I was off tempted to the side to be of the trail. Gully. No, I was totally on a trail. I was at the top of the trail, and I said to myself, this trail looks sweet. It's cold. It's shadowy. This snow is awesome. There's no turns. And I went for it. Boom!
4: Ah! All
2: right. Who's next? <laughs> I've worst got night. I think I I think I'll take a stab at it. So, 1999, H.E. through hike, July 4th. I was at the Pine Grove Swamp lean-to in Connecticut, and <laughs> wow, was, this
4: is etched in your mind. <laughs> yeah,
2: dude, this was serious. So, a couple things happened to make this the worst night on the trail for me. A, you when you're in a place called Pine Grove Swamp. <laughs> In July, in the mid-Atlantic, or southern New England, the mosquitoes are next level. It's for real. And I got to this lean-to, and like there was two people that had their tents set up inside the shelter.
4: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) So it's like... That's worth
4: a stabbing right there.
2: Well, at first, I was just like, what is this nonsense? And then I was like, oh they've got their tent set up because the mosquitoes are that bad. And I was like, okay, so I set my tent up like 20 feet in front of the shelter. And all night, man, it was so hot that day. Like it never got hot enough at night where the mosquitoes went into the grounds all night. They were just like hundreds on the mesh of my tent. And to add insult to injury, like my my trail family, was either in front of me or behind me. I was in the middle solo by myself and it was July 4th. I could hear firework celebrations going off in all directions. I, you know, I, I just have visions of like people out with their friends drinking ice cold beers, lighting off fireworks, you in know, city parks where there are no mosquitoes. Park, no mosquitoes. <laughs> and it was too hot to sleep that night. It, I think the low was like 73 and I, I just lay in my tent. Sweating. There was no, yeah, sweating. There was no breeze. Mosquitoes, hundreds of mosquitoes. Fireworks going off, and I just, I, I think I might have cried a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was more of a mental low. <laughs> but yeah, Pine Grove Swamp, Lean To, Connecticut, nineteen ninety nine.
0: I don't feel like I have any really,
3: I can't think of any really memorable nights that were like really be a horrible.
2: Day.
0: It
3: could be a day. That's what the question said. The question said night or day. Yeah. It's a night, but um, a night, I'm bunny. changing it. I can change
2: it here. I can change it. Trip well, on. I mean, I if it's a day. know you've got something, man. I know you've got something. I'm <laughs> trying to think. Come on. What about Theodore? Uh, what about like in Europe? I mean, I know Germany was a highlight, but there was other parts that, that... <laughs> were difficult right? I did have you know, one
4: night where I was walking through some town, I think it was in Denmark and I was just like uh, screwed for the timing of it. Denmark's and a like, horrible I couldn't place. get outside I couldn't get it far enough outside this town to camp but until so I had to walk through it like it like I think I finally got outside of it by like two AM or something crazy. Oh my god. But it was kind of a nightmare. Um I had one time on a on the kayak trip that there was a thunderstorm that had thunder and lightning that was going off like every two seconds for like hours. And I was on an Island in the middle of Lake Superior. And I was like, <laughs> this is probably it for me. <laughs> Cause there's like nothing else around. <laughs> but luckily yeah. the Island was big enough. So You're writing a letter home
2: to get, your parents. Like,
4: yeah. I was like, I "Love you it was guys. kind of a mix of like being total awe of like the power of nature. Cause there was literally, it was like a strobe light. That's how much the lighting yeah. is going on, and also being terrified. But at some point, you just kind of give up and say, "Well, if it's my yeah. time."
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh well. I think the worst night that I can that that the only thing that really comes into my mind is
2: deflated um, sleeping pad.
0: No. Nah. I mean that's pretty bad, but I wasn't you on had trail. had a few of those. Yeah, but I wasn't on trail. Okay. Those were camping trips. It's a little different. Yeah. Um, if it had happened on trail, that would be awful. Um. No, when we were hiking the PCT right outside of Costella.
2: Um, yeah.
0: When we got to Castella, I was so hot I couldn't eat.
2: Oh, that was, yeah, Castle Crag State Park that night.
0: And then we camped just outside of there and I I don't think I slept at all. And yeah,
2: we were both lying
0: completely naked on our sleeping pads, screaming at each other. We were too close. I can don't feel your body me. hate. Don't Move touch over. me. I <laughs> um, <laughs> It was horrible. It, yeah. It I don't was, do well in the heat. It's it really gets especially at night. Um. I don't think we slept at all. But the next day we did like a six thousand uh, foot climb. Yep. And we got up into the the high country there, and we pushed. We got up early, 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 and we pushed all day. And then we went up to this lake that was off trail. And um, it we was like in a- the lake half mile and it had granite giant granite slabs was the rock it was the lake yep. bottom it was awesome. amazing. yeah we got in the lake we ate our dinner out on one of the granite slabs there was an owl at night there were bats it was so magical no bugs. other things happened it was nice <laughs> hmm.
5: mm-hmm. you know
0: the lake it was nice and cool and refreshing yeah oh, clean again
3: those California lakes, those those swimming in California on the PCT is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's such yeah. good swimming. Such good swimming up until you get to like Southern Washington and then the swimming is done. Yeah, it's too cold. Down, but you know, as soon as you get to like southern Washington, and swimming is over. No more swimming come like mid mid late August. But like swimming in California, oh so good! All those rivers, Feather River. I remember mm-hmm. the Feather River, all the different forks of the Feather River. Yep. All the lakes in the Trinity Alps. There you were just talking about so many lakes, so much swimming.
2: That's good stuff. It's just like swimming in Florida, right? Triple O, like. Yeah. You don't have mm-hmm. snakes or, or gators or Minus anything to worry the about. Dinosaurs, leeches. Yeah. 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 It's fine.
0: God.
3: Anyway, all right. That's it for that's it. We could I, I could go on. I've got like thirty more questions here, but I won't. For the sake of our listeners, because nobody wants to listen to like six hour long trail shows anymore, Unless which I really I, I don't understand why they don't want to listen to six hour long trail shows I'm, because
2: I'm I not I sure
0: that people don't want to listen to that. We're just not putting it out anymore.
2: Oh, oh, is that what's happening? Oh. Yeah, we, we okay. actually do an extra hour that we charge. Uh, it's like seventy five dollars an episode for. Uh, bonus show on on as a special spotify subscription mm-hmm. um gotcha but, you know if you want that X that last hour it's there just uh yeah.
5: just the rambling
2: play. yeah
3: the yeah. rambling the nonsense
2: yeah it, we're, us, we're us
3: hanging out with joe rogan type of
2: thing we're selling those as yeah. nfts only Yep. Like one off yep. so yeah totally all right so we already did our tent stake review thanks to death march bob uh so at this point I think this is the part of the show where we're going to end the show. Don, see you guys later. Thanks to everyone for <laughs> tuning in today. Thanks to Dilo. Big thanks goes to P.O.D. for take, talking to us about her walk around Michigan on our local trails trail of the month. Big thanks goes to one Clay Jacobson of the Idaho Trails Association for talking to us about all the great work they are doing. Become a member Clay. today at IdahoTrailsAssociation.org. P-O-T, do you call him Clay I do. Yeah. Call
3: him,
0: sometimes.
2: Sometimes Clay Cub. Clay Sometimes. Thanks goes to all our great monthly Trail Show donors. And remember, it's last call for Trail Show Gators. Get yourself a neck gator by heading over to paypal.me trail show or clicking the PayPal button at thetrailshow.com. You can always find us at the trail show.com. We're on Twitter trail show and we're on Instagram and Facebook at the trail show and we're on opensea.io at assets slash the trail show.
3: Just a quick point of uh, clarification. The yep. gators are neck gators. Next month we will be having the trail show alligators Yes, for sale. So yep. these are special alligators imported from Florida Triple O is 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 working the gator farms there in Florida to bring alligators to us so that we can sell them to you so you could have your own official trail show alligator. And then next month. when you're more information, yeah, and
4: when you get tired of it, we recommend releasing it into the wild. Yeah, or
2: reason. or flushing it down the toilet. Yeah, one, one way or the other. And D-Lo, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're reopening the yogurt franchise shops.
3: <laughs> that's actually going to happen in June when I get back oh, to the Northeast. The, okay, that's When June. I'm in the Northeast in June, we can talk about the yogurt franchises. I don't want to like – I just – I don't want to like you know put all of my cards out on the table at once. You know what I'm saying?
2: You know, we haven't had the yogurt franchise <laughs> shops in about five years, and we thought it was about time to reopen those for the summer okay. months. So.
3: Come June. Come June, yeah. We'll, we can talk about that in okay. June.
2: We're also on the Stitcher app, the Google Podcast app, Apple Podcast app, and, of course, on Spotify. Another trail show is coming on, but don't fret. We'll be back in May for our nine-year anniversary trail wow. show that is guaranteed to be full of beers, trails, and nonsense. Might even be recorded live. It might even be? I mean, be. like, in
3: person. In person, not o- not over okay, the internet. So.
2: Until so, then, for POD, DLO, Triple Buck30, and Clay Cub. I'm disco, ciao. Man, we got to do a live Jow. show next month. I, I'm, I'm. Who, I got,
3: who's not vaccinated? Who can't breathe on p- other people?
2: Triple O.
4: I've got the first one. We're getting the second uh, one at the. Oh, cool! In, nice. I think May. Look 2nd, at
0: my friend Kat's leg.
3: Oh man, what's that all
2: about? Cat's leg. I can't tell. She she got got this is her.
0: This oh. is her cooter right here. That's her leg.
2: Those are bubbles what? from.
3: How did that happen?
4: Oh, yikes.
2: Boiling water. She got
0: her cooter, too. She spilled. Oh my gosh. Accidentally spilled a bowl of boiling noodle soup in her lap. It was like boiling.
4: Ooh. Like the
0: McDonald's lady. Yes. Skin graft. She said to have two rounds of skin graft. She's got to have one more.
5: Oh. It's kind of amazing.
3: It's kind of amazing, like, the things that you can do to hurt yourself. Like, if you yeah. start to, you know, most of the time you don't get hurt, you don't think about stuff like this, right? But then you yeah. get, you have a friend who gets hurt, breaks collarbone, gets burned, or
2: whatever. You're like, oh, She has plans to through-hike the PCT this year, too, which is, this is throwing a monkey wrench into yeah. things, to Let's say the that. least. Ouch. I keep get referring to cats. it as
0: her cadaver labia lift. <laughs>
2: what did What trail name did you give her? Pork rind?
0: Pork rinds. She turned her. Because she's a porky pigger like me. She turned her her porky pigging into
4: pork rinds. Oh, no. Oh, my
2: God. All right. I think we got to end the show.
4: (laughs) That hurts. That hurts to think about. Yeah. Imagine having skin grafts on your nutsack. Ooh. What's crazy is it can happen. That can happen so, like randomly. Yes. I mean, it's not like she was, like, jumping over a fire. No.
2: And you could be sitting at the Pine Grove Swamp lean-to in the shelter inside your tent, boiling up noodles and spill them on you.
0: I told her that 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 actually happened to a woman when I was hiking the AT. She spilled her dinner onto her leg, and she had to go to... She had to... It was a few miles hike out, but she had to hike out that night, and she went to the hospital.
3: I probably never told you guys about The guy it's not really a trail story but we were back in like 1997 i lived at this uh house up on a hill above a lake in new hampshire up in the the lake country and uh it was my it kind of was it was like my buddy and his girlfriend it was dad's house i was living there and i had these friends these skateboarder friends from albany and they came up and they brought a bunch of mushrooms and we were all <clears throat> super tripping out had a campfire going and my friend from boston who i grew up with in albany he came up and <clears throat> we were listening to metallica and and all of a sudden like he's like we're listening to jump in the fire and he actually jumps in the fire and he's like in the fire like Rawr. and then you know that's like 5 seconds 10 seconds 15 20 30 seconds and then like the oldest person there like kind of like knocks him out of the fire and his clothes are on fire like he's actually burning knocks him down somebody rolls him around most of the people there are just like yeah you know like yeah. what dude where what you like, huh? like somebody knocks him down rolls out the fire and he quickly like you know scampers away <clears throat> and whimpers out the night in his car and then disappears the next morning and goes back down to Boston to the hospital. And lo and behold, he's like in bandages all summer long for just burning himself in the fire. And it's just like, whoa, what just happened, man? Like, yeah. Whoa. Like, and, that, and it's, you know, it was just inebriation,
2: you know, it's just like. Well, dude, she wasn't
0: inebriated. She was just yeah. eating dinner in her I know. But house. That's, yeah.
2: Yeah. But like how many trail mills involve? Anyways. Trail dinners involve boiling water a lot, you know? Yeah. It'd be yeah, so and easy to and just. you always
4: like crouched over it or yep. right around it. Yep. And it's on unstable ground. Yeah. necessarily. Like... Yeah.
2: Be careful out there, people. Be careful. Is that a show?
4: <laughs> yep.
3: It's a lot of dangerous things. A lot of dangerous things in the world.
0: I, gotta, I got some Lucky Charms to
4: eat. <laughs> yeah, enjoy Ooh. the green milk.
2: Yeah. All right. Save the green milk for everybody. tomorrow morning. Ugh. Green milk. Okay.
4: Good seeing ya.
1: Good night. If it's the type of trail you got to keep your tongue in your mouth or you get dirt on it.
8: As a side note, I quit Boy Scouts when I was like 13 because my mom says because I did not like being outside.
2: These stakes folded like a lawn chair.
0: Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Go on. Shoe. Shoe.
8: if if there's one thing you know about me is I don't give money to trail organizations and I don't do trail work.